Welcome to the Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. We're two moms aspiring to create elegant spaces and gracious homes while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. On today's episode of the Home Hour, we're going back to school. Yep, summer break is over and we're chatting about morning routines for getting those precious darlings dressed, fed, and out the door. We're talking about when we wake up, what we're serving for breakfast, morning screen time, and why we think twin beds for happily married couples should be a thing. All that and more on today's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Hi, Graham. Kirsten, it's good to talk to you. So good to talk to you. Today is an exciting day. I feel like singing a little bit like Ding Dong, the Wicked Witch. The Wicked Witch today is a very exciting celebratory day because it's back to school day on the home hour. The kiddos are back to school or at least hopefully on their way back to school. Yes, it is back to school at the home hour. We're talking about leaving home, getting the kids out the door. Today, we're talking about all of our sort of back to school rituals, back to school traditions, back to school routines, and then a lot about the morning routines and getting out the door. And it's actually perfect that we're talking about that because we have a wonderful sponsor um, for the episode today. And it's something that I actually use pretty much every morning. It is a big part of my morning routine. I'm a huge bar person. Are you a bar? person like I am, Graham. I am. I always have been. And I think just to take a minute um, to talk about sponsorships for our shows, we are very fortunate that we have been sponsored by Kind today and we love Kind Bars and this is actually something that Kirsten and I often have in our homes. In fact, we always have them in our homes and the nice thing about advertisements and sponsorships on the Home Hour is we've been given the option to really kind of support and work with who we want to and this is an easy mashup for us because we are already users of the product and Kind has kindly come to us with a great deal for our listeners today. Uh, So you, our listeners, can enjoy Enjoy them, and we'll give you the details on that. But tell me more. You're a bar person, Kirsten. What are you you eating? Well, because you know that I'm not a huge breakfast person. And so my morning, I have to have something in my belly to get going, but I don't want to sit down for a full breakfast and I don't have time, but I feel like I've got to start off with something that's nutritious and, you know, just gets me going in the morning. And so I am totally my coffee and my bar, and then I exercise and I do all that. But like, I got to have my bar in the morning. That's how I get going. And um, Kind Bars are a great way to do that. They have a new program out, though, called the Kind Snack Club, which is really kind of interesting. You get um, 24 bars a month and uh, comes right to your door. So we love to streamline, as we've talked about many other times. Anytime you can get a system in place, that's awesome. And, you know, Kind Bars are one of the best. They're made in the United States. They're made with ingredients you can recognize and pronounce. Um, They're high quality, nutrient dense. They're whole ingredients like whole nuts and whole grains, which I personally love. Um, My favorite is the dark chocolate nuts and sea salts because, and you can actually see the nuts. Like you can see all the ingredients. You don't feel like you're eating a bunch of chemicals. It's amazing. So 
you like them and I tried let me tell I guess about the um, offer that's being offered by kind and that's just to go to kindsnacks.com forward slash the home hour and basically what they're doing is they will send you 10 bars kind of a sample variety pack for free all you do is pay shipping and that's just a neat little offer that they've partnered with the home hour to do so if you're looking just to try different varieties of kind bars you go to kindsnacks.com forward slash the home hour and you'll get to try different varieties i mean some of the ones that i recently tried i mean so we eat kind bars in a variety of different ways my husband actually takes them with him to work every day because i'm i don't let him buy lunch at work (laughs) so i throw one into his um bag every day that i pack and then i pack them my kids eat them they eat the dark chocolate like you like but i recently tried the roasted jalapeno almond bar for me because i like anything spicy and that was kind of a good four o'clock like savory bar that i kind of enjoyed i don't know about you but i get hungry around four o'clock and then because i'm still feeling summer all over it that is such a grand flavor yeah totally exactly because i like a little bit of spice but it's not overly spicy it's just a little more savory so kind of afternoon pre-dinner you know when you're kind of in that lull i tried that and i loved it And then cranberry almond, because we are talking fall and I think it's back to school. So I was thinking cranberries and fall weather and, you know, just kind of windy tastes. And it was not a letdown. It was sweet and crunchy and I loved it. So if you're looking to try a bunch of new bars, you'll get 10 bars uh, for the price of just shipping to your house. And all you have to do is go to kindsnacks.com forward slash the home hour. Yes. But Kirsten, kick us off. Let's try it out. All the details um, about the snack club are on the website. So be sure to read those. And, you know, if you're looking for gluten free, low sodium, no genetically engineered ingredient snack, um, kind bars is the way to go. So we thank them for partnering with us. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Kirsten, I miss talking to you. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of today's show. Um, Kirsten's been on vacation for a while traveling. I am actually still traveling. I am today. I'm coming straight to you from the Marriott Residence Inn in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, And we're kind of in a different mode right now because I guess your children started back at school. What yesterday, Kirsten? Yes. Um, Yeah, so a little behind the scenes, everyone. We taped a bunch of shows in advance so that we could keep them coming. Um, But we have not spoken in a little while. And yes, uh, by the time we've taped this, I will have had my two boys in school for about four days. They started this Monday. And then my daughter starts on Wednesday. So, yes, it's like you... you Which is literally killing me, Kirsten, because here I am in North Carolina. And, like, everyone is kind of in back-to-school mode. Like, the whole... You know, you just get that feeling in the air. Like, people are just ready to get back to work and sharpen their pencils and I feel like I'm the creeper that showed up with my family with like a surfboard and you know like maybe a streak of suntan lotion down my nose kind of being like because our school doesn't start until next week and you know I'm in total vacation mode and you can tell everyone's just like ready to get back to school and get into it oh I'm Um, actually but before we Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of the winds. I'm kind of in that mode where I'm ready to just start planning for back to school time. So I want to hear what you've been up to and what your routine looks like in your house and kind of how you've gotten the kids ready. Yeah, well, you know, we really got back into town about a week before school started as well. So it wasn't I've had some some years where we have like a good two, three week buffer. Um, And this was not that year. We had one week, which was good. And, you know, my routine is really 
I know that there's probably, well, okay, you know how on the Mom Hour, kind of our sister show on Life Listen Network, how they're always talking about like making you feel better about the mom you are. Let me just tell you, this is that episode because when you hear (laughs) how little I do and how little I prepare, oh man, you're going to feel so good about your parenting, Graham. I think my strategy is sort of like, listen, I know you don't want to go back to school and I don't want to sit at a desk and I don't want to do homework, but like, I'm going to make some are so boring that you're going to be thrilled. So I'm not one of the sweet... If I have my children tell me... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not one of these sweet moms who's like, you know, we're, we're doing, we're, you know, enjoying every last little bit of summer and hitting our summer bucket list and doing sweet. No, no, we are just watching TV. We are cleaning our rooms. Like, it is not fun. I want these kids excited to learn and excited for some sort of activity. So we're... Our, our I think you and I must be doing fun. the same thing because I've gotten many times from my children, wow, when does school start back again? <laughs> That's the secret. Well, but so no, seriously though, what are you, what are you doing though? There's, there's work involved in getting kids back to school. And I have, you know, I did a little bit of it. So basically we were home in Birmingham before we've actually been gone. This is kind of the last week of our two week vacation. Um, And so I was to get into some stuff and starting to put some routines together and just things that I wanted to do. But then I feel like it got cut short with vacation. Um, So what are you doing though? Or what are you hoping to achieve as far as getting the kids back in some sort of routine? I mean, is it earlier bedtimes? I mean, how do you break into that? We're not even going to be able to do that because my kids are up to almost nine o'clock every night and we're not going to have a lot of time to kind of ease back into, you know, 630 wake up call. Um, Okay. That's funny you bring that up because I've had two vacations in my life that were really, really hard to recover from. And when I say recover from, I mean physically recover from. One was the Disney cruise where I found out I have this very weird syndrome. I'm going to have to Google this thing because I can't even remember it off the top of my head. But it's basically like you are still rocking for like a month. Like I literally had my land legs. (laughs) It wasn't full vertigo. It was just kind of like a gentle rock of a cruise ship. So when we did the Disney cruise, that took me a full two months to recover from. And it's really funny because I have these nautical lights in my kitchen. And it's like when it was rocking and I'd look at the nautical lights, it was just very confusing. But um, but, but this other trip, we went, we took the kids, um, to London, which is a whole other episode in itself, traveling internationally with small children. But um, it took us a good, it took us a good week to get over our jet lag. So a lot of it was really just trying to get back on schedule, although it kind of worked in our favor because, you know, my dream is early to bed, early to rise, which we're very bad at. But um, because of the time change, we did get a little bit naturally better at earlier bedtimes. So in that case, it actually helped us. But it did take us a while to recover from that. And we also had like a full day of traveling. I mean, my son passed out on the sidewalk at the airport. I mean, he was done, which that was a lot of traveling for little kiddos. So, um, so yes, obviously, well, especially the yeah. sleep schedule is a big one. Mm-hmm. How about you? Okay. Yeah. What are your basics? Like, are you, do, okay. Are you, what are, what's mandatory in your world? What do you consider? Like, I would like everyone to have a haircut and I'd like to cut fingernails. And I typically try to have some sort of back to school outfit for the kids that they can wear. Um, although, you know, I have one who only wears sports clothes and the other one, you know, actually the oldest Cohen will wear pretty much anything I put on him, but I try to get them looking nice for the first day of school. 
Um, and then what do you feel about, do you do pictures before? Do you do back to school pictures? Okay. Well, that's two different questions. So one, I'm in a different situation than you. My children do go to a public school, but they go to a public charter school, which we could do a whole another episode on that because Arizona is really big on like school choice. We have a lot of different options here. So, um, so my children wear a uniform. So we don't have big oh, fights. Oh, that's so yes, lucky. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I love that. I, you can buy new uniform shirts for like $24, but our schools always doing fundraisers where they're selling used uniform shirts for $10. So, um, hmm. I, yeah. And, and if you've seen, you know, my children use their shirts as all children, like as a napkin and as a, you know, ever, ever they look disgusting by the end of the year. So, well, really by the end of the first week. So we definitely buy a lot of used uniforms, but my, I, I'm like, I, we need two new shirts for the year. You know, we need two clean, fresh, first day of school, looking nice. And then like for your picture day, we need another one. And so um, we do buy, I do do kind of like a uniform inventory before the end of, before the end of, or before the first day of school and make sure the shorts fit, make sure we've got enough shirts, that kind of thing. Um, and then are you doing brand new sneakers? You know, I didn't this year, and I felt kind of guilty about that. Their first day of school with their dingy white shorts or their dingy white sneakers, but they just bought new sneakers. Um, so it just seemed silly. And it's I feel like, like we go through new sneakers all the time. Right. Well, it's also like, I feel really bad saying this, but it was like the first day of third grade and the first day of first grade. So they weren't, it wasn't um, like a milestone year. You know, it wasn't the first day of middle school or the first day of kindergarten. So I just let them wear their sneakers. They're fine. We'll, we'll spend money on other things. And their backpacks, they also got new backpacks in March. So I'm like, we're not getting new backpacks just because it's a new year. So like I said, I was. Okay, cool. Because I'm reusing, I'm reusing our backpacks as well. Yes, we do not need to be supporting this like just because it's the beginning of the year you get everything new i mean we get new pencils we get new notebooks we get all that stuff new like let's right okay that. that makes me happy to hear because yes. i feel like you think of everyone going out and like getting all this brand new stuff and i just don't i mean there's nothing physically wrong with my son's backpack i mean i think they're made to be durable it has his name on it i mean it's a little dingy because of the year i mean it has some stuff on it but i mean do your kids do keychains on their backpacks too that's a big thing Okay, well, again, our school is a little bit interesting because we don't have pop culture at our school. So, <laughs> we have Latin. <laughs> yes, my kids are nerdy, nerdy school, and I love it. Yeah, so, your so, kids aren't bootlegging fidget spinners in like mine are? No, 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 no. Fidget spinners are okay because they're not pop culture. Um, but, yes, they're bootlegging them. But, uh, no, they're, they don't have, like, like, we don't have Minions. We don't have Star Wars. They can have, like camo or dinosaurs or princesses or butterflies but they can't have like elsa the princess you know what i'm saying gotcha yeah nothing okay. nothing trademarked by pixar is is okay so um so yeah okay, so, so i'm gonna ask kind you of like hodgepodge on their backpacks okay all right so here let me kind of center it let's talk about the night before school or just a preschool evening night in your house because i think people talk about the ritual and the organization that kind of comes with like the school mornings. And I think we should get to that in a minute. But I want to know what it looks like in Kirsten's house on the night or like what's your perfect because there's a lot of setup, I think, for families that goes on in the evening after you put the kids or your kids for the next day of school. So what does that look like in your home? Oh, no, and I can no. tell you what it looks like in our yeah, house. Yeah, you have to answer first. I've been answering too many questions. I want to hear more about the Smith home. Then I'll then I'll see then I'll see how much I've got my, my my mom game. Okay. Well, so I mean, obviously there's the perfect world and then there's the real world. So I think in the perfect world 
I mean, I have a lot to do, you know, it just depends on if the kids are buying lunch or if they're packing lunch. And so I always try to get that done the night before in a perfect world. And what I'll do pack both the boys. I have to pack for our littlest no matter what, because his school doesn't offer a hot lunch or any kind of lunch for that matter, um, because he's just in preschool. But then some days I and I usually make Cohen, our oldest, choose three days a week that he wants to buy lunch from school. Like he at least has to choose three days, Um, which isn't really that hard for him because he likes the weird stuff. He'll be like, hmm, tuna casserole. Yes, please. Wow. (laughs) But, But ironically, never wants to buy on pizza day. So, um, <laughs> he will not touch school pizza, but he's like, Ooh, they're trying a new fajita recipe. Yes. I will. I will see what they're up to or ham and cheese croissant. Definitely. Um, so that's always a benefit, but I have to pack a snack. Do you have to pack snacks for your kids? Um, okay. So our kids don't have a school cafeteria. Um, we do contract with another company that brings in food, but, um, I don't usually do that. You have to plan in advance. It's a little bit pricier, especially with two kids. Um, so, but it's great. What does that mean? Bring in food? Oh, as they in, in like they... Chick-fil-A and Jamba Juice and all these really great restaurants in town. <laughs> and I've just seen my kids eat and I'm like, you don't eat anything. I'm not paying for it. So if my kids were great eaters, I would do it, but we're just not doing it. Okay, but so you're packing lunch for your kids every day. Yes. I'm going to get back to, so what is my perfect night before? Okay, so you're packing lunches for all three kids every day. I'm packing lunches mostly for kids every day. Then we, okay, so in a perfect night, the first thing is is I make my coffee every night. I drink coffee from like a little, you know, filter coffee pot. So I fill it up and that, this is if I'm going to have a good day. You Uh, pre-make, you, you set up your coffee. I set up my coffee. Okay. That's like my little gift to me. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you how it works. No, I'm going to, I'm going to run you through the details. So basically I wake up at, you know, whatever it is, six o'clock. This is just on a normal day. Uh, six, six fifteen. The kids have to be out of the house by seven thirty. So it's like an hour and 10 minutes, but they're usually up about that time anyway. So we're kind of all waking up together, which is not my favorite way to start the day. And then I kind of go to the other side of the house and I'm kind of jumped by our two cats. So I have to then, and they're like clawing at my legs. So I have to get the cats fed, which sounds, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have pets as well. And that's kind of the first thing. So I'm feeding the pets. I'm like pushing the button on my coffee maker. I am, um, maybe adding to the lunches, right? So if I'm, you know, if I pack a lunch, maybe sometimes I'll, I'll try to like, if, oh, so again, peanut free schools. So it really, it's not like you can just throw a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in there. So some days in the morning, this is going to make me sound crazy, but I'll just tell you what I'm doing. Um, you know, maybe I'm making like um, a chicken case, uh, a cheese quesadilla, something that I'd want to be hot and I wouldn't want to cook the night before for the kids that I'd kind of wrap up in foil. So I'm like adding the main course to their meal. Um, in the morning, or maybe I'm heating up chicken nuggets or something that I'm putting in a little container that it wouldn't be as cold as if I stored it all in the fridge for the night. Yeah, no, and I then think that's Okay, so you, because like my kids don't eat sandwiches. I don't know about yours, but turkey, the whole, I mean, they'll do it every now and then, but I cannot get away with like, I was never, I was always jealous. I remember in school, there were these girls. I almost feel like, do you remember that movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, where she comes up and she shows up at lunch and she's got moussaka and the girls look at her and they go, moussaka? <laughs> that was... 
<laughs> that was kind of my, my school lunches every day. Like I remember my mother would pre-make, and this is very loving actually, she'd make a BLT sandwich, which is a really thoughtful advanced sandwich. Like when was the last time you made your kids a BLT for like school lunch? <gasps> but she'd make it the night before. And honestly, by the time the tomato and the bread were opened, it was like eating some form of like Wonder Bread gazpacho. I mean, it was the most disgusting, with like slimy lettuce. And I kind of have to choke it down and the girls sitting next to me would all have I mean I specifically remember this it's like giving me PTSD they'd have sesame seed bagels with cream cheese middle that their moms would have packed and a bottle of Deer Park water and I just remember thinking wow these girls have got it going on like they (laughs) that was like the, the lunch I dreamed of in my mind so I made a point to try to make lunches better for my kids um and not give them soggy sandwiches but anyway they don't like sam they don't really like sandwiches here's the thing though i had a subway intervention with my kids because my kids would not eat sandwiches either and um like subway sandwiches like subway they love subway like we could eat subway every meal and so we went to subway once and we walked into subway and i'm like oh wait we're leaving and they're like what what and i was like i'm sorry you guys don't like sandwiches like no we love them i'm like well if we're gonna (laughs) order these sandwiches then when i that's because their bread smells like crack do you think like do you think there's like a chemical they're putting in their bread because it doesn't even taste as it's good but it does not taste as good as the subway bread smell i know the smell of subway it's gotta be something i, can, I consider it's both amazing of kind of snobby foodies like i think we're both pretty good <laughs> about this but yes like give me some subway bread smell any day mm, like take that five star restaurant except yeah it's true it's true except i always know maybe when you've had a few too many glass of wine the day before because i'm like kirsten what did you do today and she goes i went through the mcdonald's drive-thru and got a cheeseburger that's that's like your real comfort food is when you oh. go through and get some cheeseburgers no that, that <laughs> happened a long time ago i have not had mcdonald's cheeseburger in a long time because we have too many good cheeseburgers companies now like cheeseburgers that's true have that's a good a point thing now and i, I like cheeseburgers I mean, it's are my easy favorite. to get them well they're my favorite food and there's so many good cheeseburger places around here oh anyway okay, okay so wait I'm getting, to, I'm getting back to i'm getting wait because there's so much this is a serious like i'm saying this is a serious oh, topic okay, so in okay. a perfect so world lunches is that what we're talking about well, we're kind of more in school. Morning. We're talking about. We're, well, no, we're still on the night before. I have not What's finished telling you how to set up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, routines, which obviously is evident. We might not have a great one in place, which we could be better. So, in a perfect day, I've even thought about their breakfast the next morning. And we have a few standard breakfasts we do. Um, you know, I'll do like. We like eggs, hard-boiled eggs and normal eggs. And I will even go so far. I mean, again, maybe I sound like a crazy person here. Sometimes I'll, like, lay out the fr- the pan the night before. I just, I like my mornings to go easily. And I feel like I'm attacked in the morning. feel that way. Like, the noise starts. Everyone's moving so quickly. Nobody puts their clothes on on time. And any way I can possibly get a jump on my family is a good way for me, which probably means I need to be waking up at 5.30 every morning and just starting getting ready. But like, for example, if I'm making, I'm, I'm also a big breakfast chef. So like if I'm making pancakes or waffles in the morning, I'm laying out all of the ingredients in advance. So like I'm putting out the waffle and everything that's not needing to be refrigerated. I'm totally with you. Mornings, um, I do think that really when you're talking about a morning routine, you have to start with the night before because what you do the night before 
is important. And I don't think it's crazy at all that you lay out the pan out. I do that too. I lay out the, the napkins and the forks. I lay out the backpacks ready to go. I try to get all the layout done before the night before, but then I do the actual prepping, putting things together in the, in the morning. Um, but yeah, I actually, now that we've talked about the chaos that we don't have back right of routines, I do have sort of an unofficial breakfast rule for my breakfast foods. And that's like, Ooh, tell me, what is it? Okay, so it's not probably model parenting, but um, I let my kids have one sort of, you know, carby, sugary, probably not awesome breakfast item mixed with one healthy item. And I feel like if they've gotten the healthy, like I can let the other things slide. So like my healthy category is like scrambled eggs or hard boiled eggs. You mentioned my kids love hard boiled eggs. Um, uh, Greek yogurt or like a smoothie um, with you know, okay. a nice neat healthy stuff in that so um, so if I've done that then I feel like it's okay to give them something that maybe isn't the greatest you know so like if they're having a smoothie that's full of kale and chia seeds and I've just you know upped my mom game and really brought it for the smoothies then like okay we can have a cinnamon roll too or if they're doing scrum- kale and chia seeds like that's an astronomical mom game I can tell you I've never done anything like that right, um, that's but very I, impressive I, Pairing it with like cinnamon rolls covered in sugar. So oh, I wish my kids would eat those. I have pushed those cinnamon rolls that I grew up with. You know, the ones that come in like the tin that you pop yes. open and it makes that explosion sound. They will not eat them. And it drives me nuts. I'm like, how do you not like this food? Are you it is crazy? The best food. I know. I think they're crazy. I think they're absolutely crazy. They're, they basically look at them and they're, they're like, eh, we'll pass. We'll, oh, wow. I, my, see, my kids are all about the sugary sweets. So it's like, again, if I do scrambled eggs, like I'll do some of those, you know, pre-made French toasts. And then there's like the in-between stuff, like a bagel and cream cheese. Eh, it's not awful. It's not great. You know, so I've got the in-betweens too. But I try to do like one healthy thing mixed with one thing that they're super excited about. And then, of course, you can mess around with your portions and give them a little more eggs, a little less Pop-Tart. But, but yes, there are pop tarts table. I have no shame. Do yours eat breakfast in the morning? That's the other problem I have is like sometimes I feel like I have to almost wake up my children such that they can get their digestion going such that they can sit at the breakfast table and eat breakfast. Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, they're always hungry for breakfast. My kids wake up hungry. Like, if I sacrifice and if I let them sleep later, which sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, they'll wake up and they'll be so jammed to get on their clothes and get out the door that they don't, um, they're, they're not hungry yet, I guess. And then I cook this breakfast and nobody eats it. Yeah, I know my kids are always hungry for breakfast. Okay, so can I tell you another thing that's not model momming, but I, I, yeah. it, it works. Okay, so my kids, okay. this morning, I saw them like little stealth spies. Literally, my, my six-year-old was doing like a belly crawl through the kitchen. Like I wouldn't see him. And I'm like, where are you going? And he was off to the playroom to watch TV in his jammies. I'm like, ah, 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 buddy, we're, we're back in school. It's only day two right here, you know? So, um, <laughs> so I... I let my kids watch TV in the morning. Which okay, is, so you're a morning TV person. Well, wait, here's the deal, though. Once they've accomplished everything they need to accomplish. So that means, like, bed made, dressed, hair combed, shoes on, bag packed, breakfast finished, dishes in the sink, had your multivitamin, brush your teeth, which usually... Turns so when they get about 30 seconds of TV... <laughs> Yes, but I'm not kidding. It works. Like, literally, they'll still be holding the remote, and my husband's like, all right, time to go, guys. But it's gotten them <laughs> focused because there's there's the hope. They still have the hope they'll be able to watch. Right, like, they have the hope if they streamline. <laughs> one episode of Lab Rats, which is never going to happen. But 
it's, it's a great way to motivate them. Again, probably not all parenting, but guess what? This is the home hour, people, not the mom hour. So you get what you get here. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, and that's the problem is I, I've pulled that too, and it, it actually does work beautifully. But then some mornings I want to chat with them because I don't get to see them that long. It just depends on how organized I am for the day again or how, you know, or exa- it actually, you know what, it depends on how unprepared I was for them the night before. Like if I'm ready for breakfast and I'm ready for the kids, I find that I'm, I'm like, okay, I do not need to turn on TV this morning for you because haha, like I'm three steps ahead of you kiddos. It's usually days that I'm unprepared that I'm like, here, you watch TV now. Well, I, you know, while I do it, while I feed, while I feed the cats, while I do the dishes I should have oh, done the night before, that type of thing. I see. You know, I'm like, oh, I've got so much to do. I'm swamped. Turn on the TV. Like, let's just go. Right. No, I see. And I think I'll tell you another thing. Oh, go ahead. What? Oh, I was just going to say. Well, another thing that I do. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. Okay. I have to tell you this very unimportant thing. But I feel like we, um, there's like, I always joke with my husband, like there's like, there's a time when my shift starts and I've realized that in summertime, my shift starts at seven and in school days, my shift starts at six. And so if I want to do anything before that, like have any time, you know, to exercise or to read a book or whatever it is, you know, work on my to-do list, check emails, it's got to be before my shift starts at six. But from six on, I got a mom. And, and so, yeah, that's really what I've realized is, you know, I got to get, I, I, but that's, I think that's good from a goal setting standpoint too, right. Is to actually have a time, right. Because I think sometimes it's a little loose. Maybe that's something I could work on too, because I almost, I mean, some days I'll wake up early and I'll run. And those are the best days of my week. Hands down because those are the days. Hands down. Right. And it's like, why don't I just wake up every day and do that? I mean, every book, every piece of advice, every piece of literature says to do that. Right. But, you know, those are always the best days. But I, you know, I only do it maybe once, twice a week, something along those lines. But those are always the days I've done my workout. But, you know, six o'clock, I'm finished. I'm ready. I'm so in my game. The whole day moves better. It just makes all the difference in the world. Let's make it happen. Let's do it this year. Let's let's wake up early. I know. I don't wake up early and just do it um you know maybe even three days a week that's a goal I could do that but don't you think it's easier just to say like this is the time of day I wake up and just have it be non-negotiable the problem is you know really like we said well the problem is is I have I I have a I have a non-negotiable sitting like laying in the bed next to me right so he has his time remember you it is we're keeping two separate schedules so married to an attorney who will work late into the night like he wants to basically sleep and you know it's still an early time but it's not great like if i set the alarm at 5 30 it wakes up somebody so you see what i'm saying how much more efficient we would be if our husbands just live together and we live together because i am so (laughs) right or if maybe if we like the leave it to beaver concept of how they slept in separate twin beds only makes sense when you've been married for 10 plus years you're like ah, i get it now it makes complete sense <laughs> you can come together when you need to but you can also like <laughs> i am not kidding your you let's make it a thing let's just make it a thing it took me- i love my husband, <laughs> like, twin beds getting up early getting to work out i know i know it's true. it's true i mean well because the problem is when i wake up at 5 30 i'm done at 9 15 yes I think the main point of it is if I can get like a little bit of a head start for my kids it just changes the day if I can get that hour to myself to either work out or do whatever you got to do to get ready it just totally changes the day but the problem is it's got to be thought of the night before like you can't be staying until midnight to wake up at five it just it's unsustainable so 
<laughs> well, I think the way people meal plan their dinners to kind of meal plan your breakfasts as well. I find that to be a little easier rather than waking up every morning and saying, okay, kids, what do you want? I kind of know my top three weekday meals. I know my kids like oatmeal. I know my kids like, you know, hard boiled eggs and a Trader Joe's croissant. I know my kids like, um, you know, French toast. So if I just even think about it and say, this is what I'm making, it makes things go so much faster in the morning. So, you know what, but now here's a question. What are you doing? We've got spouses in the house. How do they fit into the plan? Like, what do you have to do to get your husband out the door? What is he doing to help you get the kids out the door? Like, how is it going? Because again, we're not just vacuums in our homes. We have other people there. Right. Well, you know, so I think you and I are probably in the same, in the same boat as far as having preschool and having elementary school. So we have two different start times. Um, And what's really great is that my husband drives by my kids' school on the way to school. They're on the way to his office. So he takes my older two to school, which is really nice. So mostly I'm just focused on getting lunches packed, getting breakfast done. Um, He sometimes takes a packed lunch to work, depending if he has lunch menu or not. So I pack him a lunch. Does he pack it himself? No, I do all of that. And then he is out the door with the kids. And I think it's good for him, too, because it keeps him on a schedule. You know, it's always easier to have that deadline. Um, and okay, are you so making him? Okay, but here's a question: Are you making him breakfast in the morning? Yes, I may, but I make him the same thing as the kids. So no wonder we're eating kind bars all the time. We're cooking like five different <laughs> breakfasts for different people, and it's <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm sitting here thinking, when do I fit in? I wake up, I'm attacked by two cats, I'm attacked by two children. I've got to pack my husband lunch. I've got to make my husband breakfast. No wonder I'm like pounding a granola bar at seven a.m. <laughs> So. I love the train in the background. I like your vacation. Oh, yeah. This is vacation mode. Sirens and trains, everything. Oh, my. I had to put I put out the do not disturb sign on my door. I kind of wish I could put that out at home. Oh, that. Oh, that. That's a dream. OK, I think we've done a really good job of talking about our morning routines. But before we wrap it up, I would love to know about like more of the not so much the business side of things, but just sort of like sweet traditions. Like, are there any cute traditions that you guys do like for the last night of summer or the first morning of school or anything like that? Well, we do do a, we live on a darling street and we love our neighbors. And so, and this is new to me because I will tell you my, I never had a picture taken of me before school ever um, on my first day of school. I don't have that in my memory book, but that's a thing now that has become a thing, right? For everyone has their chalkboards or their plaques, first day of pre-K. I mean, when, when did that become a thing? But we do a street picture, the getting back to it. And now just out of peer pressure, I feel the need to take a picture of my children. Maybe because it's, maybe it's because we grew up in cameras where, you know, my, my parents had to say like, oh, does anyone have the camera? Is it charged? We didn't think about cameras the way we do now. But, um, but so I take, we do our street picture and we all gather for that. And that's, that's, that's pretty special. Really cute. Oh, you have such a cute street. Um, yeah, I do the, the back to school picture too. When my son was in like threes preschool, I went and downloaded some cute, you know, off of Etsy or off of Pinterest, um, some cute uh, signs. And I did the entire mm-hmm. nursery school to 12th grade. And I took them to like Office Max, had them printed on color and on cardstock. And I have a file. And every year I go grab my, my picture file and, um, and I have those cards. And the crazy thing is like... I did this when he was in preschool, you know, now we're up to third grade and it's going to be wild to like plow through these. And it's also really cute because we used to 
We used to do um, chocolate. We used to do donuts every morning for the first day of school. We did the Your Special Today plate with the donut. And then it kind of oh. has, Right. No, no, no. It sounds sweet, right? Oh. Then we're like, like why that. are we giving our children, like, why am I, one, adding something else to do on a very busy day to my plate, running out to the donut store at five in the morning? And then why am I giving my children sugar and chocolate before I'm expecting them to go sit and be well behaved in a desk when they've been on summer break? And we decided, um, we decided no. And uh, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. And then also the You Are Special Today plate. Then we had three kids and like, who is the most special? So now we just try to do a healthy balance diet but um but anyway getting back to it is my daughter was holding the pre-k sign and it had a chocolate smudge on it she's like what's this from and i was like oh that's from we used to do chocolate donuts so it's sweet to see these signs be filtered through all the kids and kind of remember when you know my oldest was holding the kindergarten sign and it felt like such a big deal and the next year my youngest will be holding the kindergarten sign it's gonna be such a big deal so i okay it is sweet but it's it's kind of cracking me up and I'm just, I maybe even a, a listener will write in hello at thehomehour.com and let us know. Cause you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking the people on Etsy think that we're all big suckers out there because you hear you are sitting there saying you bought the pre-K through 12th grade. I would love to see your two high school boys in 12th grade standing outside holding like a frilly chalkboard sign that says first day of 12th grade. Like, Hey mom, I'm in 12th grade. <laughs> They're going to do it. Like, do you really think you're... Yes. Do you think yes. your 12th grader is going to stand outside and, like, hold a chalkboard with some sort of toile border on it? It's not... They get, no. Dubious. I. That is why I was thinking ahead and I got something that's going to last. It's a good traditional style. No, it's fine. Um, that's a good question. And while I was printing at 11th and 12th, I started to get a little bit skeptical. But maybe... Yeah, when yeah. was the last time? When was the last time online you saw someone with their kids, you know, post on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, this is my first day of 12th grade. <laughs> I have seen people who have like gone back to school, finishing their degree, going to graduate school. And I've seen like women in their 30s up there, my first day of school. And I think it's awesome. There, it's. I like that. That's actually, but that's cool. Well, That's these really kids cool. have been raised. That's nope. part of school. So maybe they will, you know, we'll see. Right. Maybe well, they now know that something to do. Stay tuned, guys. We have a, we have nine more years. We'll and I will have an answer for that question as to whether. My yeah. I bet you $10. I bet you, I'm putting, I'm putting it out there on the air. I bet you $10. Your two boys will not hold that sign in 10th, 11th or 12th grade. But I'm um, moving on. So I actually did ask my husband who I think has good ideas. I was like, we're, so we're taping the back to school show. We're going to talk about some goals for our kids for the year. Um, what do you remember about starting school? And I think he actually made a pretty good point and said that he always remembered the first few days of school. And I'm going to try to remember this for my kids feeling very overwhelmed, like as a kid right now, just a lot of new things. I mean, think about it. You've, you've, you're changing your routine. You go in, you get all new books, a new syllabus, new teachers, maybe you're moving classrooms, whatever it is. He said he would come home and it would be very overwhelming. And I started thinking about it that like that was actually a very overwhelming time for me as well, right? you're getting your new assignments for the year and you just feel like you have a lot to learn and remember. So we try to do a very kind of simple evening, I guess, just like we always eat at home. Um, we don't go out for dinner. I try not to even ask my kids a lot of questions after the first day of school. I just feel like their brains are overloaded. I will say my kids came home and they were wired. You could just tell, you know, when kids get so tired, they get like 
more energetic. It doesn't make any sense when you really get that way. And maybe just stir crazy from suddenly being at a desk all day. And we just, I'm like, we're going swimming. We're going swimming and we're going to run and scream and just burn off energy because it's still so hot. Oh, that's smart. But yeah. I like that. That's a good tradition. That's a good yeah. point. So, I mean, I do have one tradition is, I mean, we try to do, um, you know, well, we eat a lot of Chipotle, um, but we, <laughs> we'll do home cooked dinner for yeah, the first night of school. But we won't invite we won't invite the in-law or in-laws over or we won't make it a big thing. It's just going to be a quiet family night. Everyone to bed early, just kind of and we won't even ask them a lot. If you want to tell us anything, you can tell us something. If not, that's fine too. I think there's something Does, about that that's really smart. Just kind of you know. Doesn't that sound glamorous and special? <laughs> Doing nothing. You heard it here first. We just, <laughs> Guess what, mom? You're off the hook. That's that's what today's episode is about Kirstagram or figuring out their morning routines. We don't really have them and yeah, whatever whatever so goes good. <laughs> All right. So hey, I think I think it's time to say goodbye. Let you get back to your last couple days of vacation and enjoy your trip. But just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, back in episode seventy eight, uh, it was one of our, our most um, our most well received episodes. We had a ton of emails about it. It was the goal setting one. Um, and I promised that I would put up an Excel spreadsheet outlining kind of my, um, I don't even know what the word is, metrics or sort of template, I guess, for our goals. I have it. And I'm so sorry, but with all the summer traveling, I have not done it. So by the time you listen to this, if you want to go back into the show notes for episode 78, that will be up there. So please uh, go and find that if you were interested in that. Um, and then, of course, you can find the show notes for this episode where we offered very little tips and anything helpful. <laughs> um, and the, the That'll be um, as well uh, at thehomehour.com. And then, of course, you could always follow us on Instagram, hello at the home hour. And if you've liked the show um, and you'd be so kind as to leave us a review on iTunes, we would just really appreciate that. We've had some really sweet reviews and y'all don't even understand how how uh, kind that is and how much it just warms our heart to hear that people are enjoying the show and, um, and that it's helpful. Anything else, Jay? No, thanks for listening. Everyone enjoy back to school. It's a happy, exciting time. And we'll see you next week on the Home Hour. Mm-hmm.